Oftentimes when I talk about the morality of sex, you'll see me contrasting what the world says and what the church says. And they are very much different worlds. Consider when we talk about dating. For Catholics, dating actually means courtship. And courtship means that you're going out with a person with an eye toward the possibility that this person could be marriage material. Whereas with dating, dating does not necessarily mean that you're looking for a spouse. A lot of people say, oh, I'm dating this girl, but it isn't serious. Some people just date for the sake of dating. They want to have fun for a few months until something better comes along. And this is absolutely not the Catholic view of dating, which for us really is a sort of a courtship. Now, this does not mean that, you know, when you ask a girl out on a date, that that means that you intend to marry her. But it does mean that when you're with a girl for a while and you see that she is not the person that you could imagine being your wife in the future, then you need to end that relationship. As soon as you see that this is the wrong person, you discover something about her or there's a bad chemistry with the way that you're getting along, you don't like her values, I mean, the, the reasons for why she might be incompatible with you uh, are a, could be a myriad, but whatever they are, you need to end that relationship. And as an old song says, breaking up is hard to do, but it's something that you have to do. Because otherwise, you're just stringing her along, and you're just wasting your time and her time, and then people wind up just being hurt. So, therefore, for us, dating means you're looking for the possibility that this person could be a spouse. I want to tell you guys a couple of stories of when I was on, let me see, Match.com. I remember when I was on a Match.com date. And so here I am in the middle of the date with a woman, and she was attractive, and we were having pretty good conversation. We went out for a beer, and as we're talking, 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 and then she said some things during the date that told me that her values were not the values that I would want in a spouse. Um, some of, she was speaking in positive terms about contraception, um, she was. Uh, she seemed also to have put too much emphasis on her parents' role in her life. In other words, I got the sense that her parents uh, had too much sway in her decisions. So I didn't feel like she was her own person. And this became evident um, right away on the first date. And so in the middle of the date, I said to her, well, there's one thing for sure. You and I are not a match. You know, and she got a little bit uh, flustered because, honestly, I think she did kind of like me. But then she said, oh, oh, uh, yeah, I was just thinking the same thing. And, and it was over. Now, this was an attractive woman. Uh, she was, at the time, probably a good six or seven years younger than me. 
if I wanted to string her along, or if I wanted to just kind of say, well, you know, I'm kind of lonely right now in my life, I wouldn't mind having a girlfriend for a while, then it would have been a grave injustice to her. And so that's not something that you're supposed to do. So I broke it off immediately. Unfortunately, there have been times in my life where I have not done that. And I remember that there was a time where I was with a woman, and I knew that this woman was wrong for me. And yet I stayed in this relationship for a long period of time, longer than I care to admit to you. And it ended, predictably, in pain, both for her and for me. And it wound up being, except for some lessons learned, a big waste of time for both of us. Some of you guys are going to be encountering the same thing. Some of you have a girlfriend right now. And then when you go to college, she's going to go to one state, you're going to go to another state. And how's that going to work out then? So these are things that you have to really consider. But even now, when you're going out with a girl, you have to think to yourself, is this the kind of person I could see marrying? Not only is this kind of woman my type, but is this particular woman that I'm seeing right now and I'm meeting on a regular basis, is this the kind of person that I could see being my wife in the future? Um, and that's why, guys, it's also very important when you're dating not to let it get physical. If once the relationship gets, uh, gets sexual and it doesn't take a long time to get there, then your body will play tricks on you, okay? Because sex is a very powerful thing. When two people have sex, all these chemicals get set off in the brain, you know, dopamines and oxytocin and all kinds of things that create a sort of a bonding. And so you'll be with the person for the wrong reasons. Your biology is saying, oh, I'm in, I'm in love with this person. I even love this person. But in fact, it's the wrong person for you. So, you, so sex is a very dangerous thing. My advice to you is just, pardon my language, but just slow everything way the hell down when you're in a relationship with a girl. Um, keep it as Catholic as you can. Uh, date according to what the church says, not according to what, what the world says. The world says, date her for a while, have sex with her, if you don't like her, hand her over to the next guy. And that is definitely not the Catholic way of doing things. Having said that, guys, it is very difficult in today's world to maintain chastity. Um, I mean, and there are a few challenges that you guys have. One of them is, you know, 100 years ago, 150 years ago, I mean, men got married when they were, you know, 18 years old, 19, 20 years old. This was a very common time to get married. Women got married back in those days. If you were a woman and you were 20, you were already over the hill. So, I mean, maintaining chastity until the age of 30, you know, or 28 or whenever it is you guys finish college and you're financially established, that can be very challenging. So I will admit it's more challenging now than it was 100, 150 years ago and more. Um, then again, um, or rather moreover, there are other reasons why there are more temptations now uh, than before. Um, if you look at how 
our culture is very saturated with, uh, with sexuality. You, you think about uh, pornography or the kind of values that you see on television. There are all kinds of things uh, that tempt us. Uh, the way that people dress today can also be a great temptation. Then you have the norms of society today. These are also very different than they were 100, 150 years ago and more. Um, even 50 years ago. Well, maybe not 50. That, that was, what, what is that? Does that place us in the 60s? <laughs> um, I mean, nowadays, if you're going out with a girl for a couple of months and you haven't slept with her, then your friends would be like, what's the matter with you? You know, don't, don't you like her kind of a thing? But that's the way the world looks at things. And it's really upside down. The Catholic way is you go out with a girl for a very long time. Um, as a matter of fact, ideally, even up to marriage, and you're not having sexual relations with her in any way, shape, or form. That is the ideal way of doing things. And that is the best way of doing things. So guys, yeah, we do have a lot of things that make chastity more difficult um, nowadays. But the, point, the main point I want to make here is don't just throw in the towel. Don't just say, well, you know, I have all these challenges today in the 21st century, so I might as well just give up and just have sex with, uh, with my girlfriend or whatever, with anybody else, because that's just the way the world is. Well, yes, but you see, we live in the world, but as Christians, we're not supposed to be of this world. We're, remember, our behavior is supposed to be godly. We're supposed to love the way God loves and so, you know, uh, just kind of casually uh, throwing ourselves around in recreational sex is wrong. And even when, when you're with your girlfriend, guys, it's, it's, it's way too early. And it's a path that's very dangerous and, and that can lead to destruction. It's not the way that God wants things to be. You know, I'd like to share with you that um, you, I think most of you guys know Deacon Hardick who graduated from Saints back in 1957, I asked him what sex, what the sex culture was like back in Saints in the 1950s. And he told me that um, the senior class, the one that he graduated from in 1957, he said of all the guys in that class, none of them went all the way with a girl. Actually, he added, yeah, there was one, but we think that even he was lying. Now, their bodies were no different than our bodies today. And yet people back in those days were waiting until marriage to have sex. So it is possible, but it's not going to happen unless you have game. See, normally when we say a person has game, it means, you know, they're a player and they know how to get a woman in bed, and so on. But I'm talking about the Christian game. In order to have game, you need to have a strategy. And if you don't have a strategy, you're not going to make it. And so, so you have to have, so for example, your textbook provided many things, many strategies for maintaining chastity in today's very difficult world. Um, one of them is, um, and I'm going to give you some of mine, and some of them might be, will be the same as the book, and some might be different. 
So game plan number one would be date someone who has the same values as you. If you're going out with a girl who thinks that, you know, premarital sex is um, no big deal and she's going to be the one pressuring you toward this kind of behavior, then, you know, biology takes over and you may not last very long if you're attracted to this woman, to this girl in any way. Um, number two, don't just date someone for the sake of dating. As we discussed earlier, only date someone that you can seriously see as this is a person that I could see uh, marrying. And if not, then you end the relationship. Uh, number three, discuss early on in the relationship that chastity matters to you. So early on, you have to kind of broach the topic you know, and say, you know, I wanna, I'm a Catholic, I take my faith seriously, and I want to take things super slow. Um, and you have to um, let her know this. And you'll be surprised how many women will actually be relieved when you tell them this. It's like, wow, this person actually has character. Because a lot of times, uh, girls, thinking that that's what a guy wants, they'll behave in an aggressive manner. But if they know that you value them in a holistic manner, then they'll have a newfound respect for you. And I think that you'll find the relationship based on friendship will be more powerful. Number four, don't have sex as a goal. Seeing the woman is somehow to be conquered. Well, I mean, obviously, if you're going out with a girl and you have sex as the goal in mind, uh, well, game over already. Never mind having game there. Women are not something to be conquered. You may want to conquer her heart. Um, and then after you've conquered her heart, you can marry her and then you can have sex. Number five, limit the amount of time you spend alone. Uh, you know, if, you're, if, if your parents aren't home and she's over at your house and you're, and you're way upstairs in a, in a bedroom locked away, you may not have intentions of having sex, but if this is a girl that you're attracted to, and you're together for too long, biology has a way of taking over. It's not a good idea. Um, back in the day, people used to date more in groups. Um, and if you're going way back in the day, people used, people used to only be chaperoned when they dated. Um, that's not possible today. So we have to find ways of self-chaperoning by not spending too much time in enclosed areas because you're going to be asking for trouble. Number six, related to the last one, is avoid the so-called near occasion of sin. So this is very closely related to the previous one, which is avoid any opportunity that would uh, lead you to sin. So being in an enclosed area would be one. Um, watching a movie with her that you know is going to have some powerful sexual scenes, not a really good idea. It might get you both heated up. Um, number seven, uh, guard your speech. You got to be careful when you're talking with your girlfriend because when the joking around becomes sexual and it becomes tantalizing, then all of a sudden, um, you know, kind of the wordplay will go beyond just wordplay. Like, for example, you're helping her with her homework and she says, oh, math is hard. You know, you can see how you might joke back at her in a particular way. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm not going to say it in a podcast. 
Um, number eight, frequent the sacraments. Go to confession often. So what? If you, I mean, okay, you, you, you failed in chastity. It doesn't mean you have to give up. You can try again. You can try again and again. Some people say, oh, well, I lost my virginity, so it was too late. Well, not really. There's a thing called secondary virginity, even tertiary virginity. You, you have to keep on trying. To, um, it's better to put up a fight and fail than not to fight at all. Number nine, it's never too late, and this is the last one, it's never too late to embrace chastity. Um, so no matter, no matter what happened in your past, you can, you can always start again. And that's the beauty of life. Every moment of your life can be a fresh start, even from minute to minute, if you want it to be. So, guys, in short, you want to go all the way. I want you guys, when it comes to sex, I want you guys to go all the way. Going all the way in doing God's will. How can I use the gift of chastity, sorry, the gift of sexuality, in the way that God desires? And that really is the best definition of chastity. Chastity can be defined as the virtue of sexual self-control, but I like it to think of chastity as using the gift of sexuality in accordance with God's will, according to your state of life. Okay, so if you're married, chastity means not looking at pornography, not cheating on your wife. If you are... Um, in a celibate life, such as a priest or a member of a religious order, then that means abstaining completely from all sexual behavior. So, guys, this is tough stuff. St. Augustine famously said in his book, The Confessions, Lord, give me chastity, but not yet. That's a very human thing that St. Augustine said. Imagine that. He said, give me chastity, Lord, but not yet. So there was a part of him that wanted to get to be chased. There was another part of him that saw it as a very difficult thing to achieve. So be fighters, guys. Don't be weak. Face with temptation. Don't just cave in. You'll be better off for it. And um, in, in, uh, in the next module page, you're going to see a clip from The Godfather. And I just wanted you to, to reflect on the old-fashioned way of courtship.